Hi there. So under special circumstances, we do special episodes. So this one is the first pandemic special number one. Uh, it was recorded on Zoom. I'm not a huge fan of Zoom. First for um, their security uh, breaches that they've that we've seen in the news lately. But most of all, is the quality of the of the sound recording that sometimes um, leave us in in a in a weird position. In that case, I had. Blake, Paul, and Philip joining me from three different locations. So it was LA, Florida, and um, and Toronto. And unfortunately uh, for this recording, Paul had um, is is um, his communication was pretty much a roller coaster ride. So bear with me. Um, the the episode is so interesting. It, it, it we had so much fun. But at the same time, uh, when Paul um, when Paul interacted, there was some issue with the sound and with some with the bandwidth. I'm I'm guessing. Uh, that being said, um, that that episode may be available on YouTube. I'm working my best. I've recorded the video of it. It was a it was a blast. Philip has his had his aquarium behind him. And without further ado, here's the pandemic special episode number one. Enjoy. Hey, hi guys. How you doing? Good. What's happening? <laughs> hi. What's I up? Love that. I love that little lullaby, man. That little lullaby. I wanted to grab my guitar and just, you know, strum along. I liked it. I mean, I wasn't sure if that hi, how you doing was to the audience or to us. So I, I was hesitant to answer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, we're, it's like the new TV show, the Brady Bunch, but ver you know, like the, the pandemic version. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was it the Brady Bunch? It was the Brady Bunch with those squares, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, quick introduction of everyone around the panel here. I've got Blake, which was uh, on episode 70, and I've got Philip, which was on episode 73. Uh, and I got Paul, which hasn't participated yet on our on, on our usual type or you know like frame of of episodes but um I'm, I, I did the, the same thing in French last week, which is pretty much like a pandemic special where I bring as many friends as possible around the table. I want to discuss not only the state of things, but the state of us, uh, where we're extremists, where we're, we're impulsive, you know, like we're, we're people that have, my wife will kindly say that we're passionate, uh, but that's <laughs> maybe a bit more than that. <laughs> But let's start with Blake. Tell me just like a little um, uh, 
maybe a quick summary of you know like your 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 status in life you know like wife kids whatever and and um in terms of you know like your job you know like where you're located what's the status of the authorities right now in terms of your confinement if there is any uh imposed confinement and so on so blake how are you doing sure I'm good. So yeah, I'm here in my one bedroom apartment with my wife uh, and our two cat babies, our two little fur babies that we have here that are tearing up the apartment. I think they're so happy that we're home that they're just ripping everything up, uh, including our new rug that we just put down. Um, I am in South Florida. So we are under lockdown supposedly, uh, but like any good Floridians, it doesn't seem like anybody's on lockdown here. Um, you know, like you ever see those news articles, Florida man, fill in the blank. They're always do. so I don't I don't know what it is with Floridians, but it just the streets are just as busy as they've always been. Um, the only thing is that the stores seemed seem more closed. Um, but we are doing our best to quarantine. I actually spent the whole day today setting up my my home office, um, trying to transition all of my clients to online. I have one person who I still meet with in person, but that's transitioning out this week and moving everything to online. Uh, my wife is working from home full time. So we, we are getting by. Uh, it was funny timing for this to happen. This to all go down was I actually quit. Last time I, I did the podcast with you, I was working for Recovery Unplugged. I quit my job about six weeks ago, uh, working for Recovery Unplugged to start my own company. And then pretty much a week or two in, then this all starts going down. Luckily, I, I haven't been too affected. Uh, I've still seen a, a good number of clients and we're just kind of coasting. And in terms of your job. So I guess right now you're still, you're still working uh, almost full time. It's just that, you know, like finding new customers or finding new clients is, is a bigger challenge. We are still getting referrals on a regular basis. We're still doing okay. okay. Uh, it, it's actually all right because we are offering online coaching, essentially awesome. online recovery, coaching, family coaching, um, life coaching, you know, the, between myself and my partner, we're, we're doing it online right now. So it, there still seems to be a need, I, honestly, more than ever, I think there's a need for it because sure. people need that, that increased support right now. Yeah. Paul, what about you? Yeah. Well, thanks uh, for having me. Um, it's, I'm in Toronto and I have, um, a wife and two boys and it's very, uh, um, it's very much like uh, Blake there. Um, I'm, I'm a coach. My wife is a business coach. So we've, you know, we were talking about earlier about zoom and kind of all the, you know, the, the people learning it and trying to get their heads around it and the etiquette and all that. Um, I'm using zoom, um, for the last two or so years. And, and so, um, because we work from home, um, actually get home. similar to, to there in, in Quebec, you know, only essential, get, you know, doctor's appointments, um, groceries, and only like one person, it's not a family outing. Um, they want us just to even limit your medical appointments as, as, as little as possible. 
and you can walk your dog or just, you know, go for a bike. So, uh, and they're actually finding they're actually, they, they started this yesterday. They they're giving, and they've done this already. They're giving people on the spot tickets, like 750 tickets. They're not here to the, the six foot rule, the two year rule, or they find people walking. I saw people having a picnic, um, in the park, you know, and uh, like two different families or a couple of different families. So they're actually, they're, 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 they're cracking down on it. But in terms of us, it's, 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 again, I'm, I'm just grateful that it hasn't really affected us that much. How old are the kids? Uh, they're 10 and 12. Okay. So you can, they can keep themselves busy at that age. Yeah, they're, they're fairly independent. So again, it's not like I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old, which would require constant, constant supervision. So it's like, okay, it's going to happen when they're like a bit older. Yeah. Yeah. As for you, Philip. Yeah. Uh, so my internet's been a little spotty. So you guys just wave your hand if you start losing me. So I don't continue to keep going. But, uh, you know, for me here in Los Angeles, it's been, you know, I, you know, I'm a television producer. So our industry has kind of been completely flipped upside down. Um, you know, 85% of our industry kind of shut down, you know, all the production stopped, everything had to kind of get postponed. Um, I'm, I'm very fortunate that I'm actually currently on with a production company. So for us, we've been trying to come up with ideas for new shows and what does this mean and how do we move forward? And, um, you know, I also have, uh, I do personal development coaching and executive coaching on the side. So, you know, I had coaching calls today, um, you know, still working with people. And, and so, I mean, it, it was interesting cause I was actually just in Florida, uh, Blake, uh, my, my family was down there doing vacation. My parents just bought a place down there and, um, oh, nice. Where, uh, they're in Ocala. Okay. So as soon as I got back, I had, all, I could, I had this moment where I was like, I've got this two bedroom place. I'm using this guest bedroom. No one ever comes to visit. I'm turning this thing into an office. So literally two days before everything went in and we were like locked down to home, I had turned my entire second, my, in my guest bedroom into a home office. Uh, so the timing was good for me. Um, it's, you know, we've been locked down for, I feel like probably two or three weeks now. Uh, and I hate to admit it, but there's a part of me and I think it's probably the alcoholic in me that loves the chaos. I kind of love, <laughs> like, obviously I don't right? And like, I'm going to, I sound insensitive, right? Like, obviously I don't, I feel terrible for people that are getting sick and people that are passing away. And I don't mean to sound insensitive in that. I completely understand the gravity of the situation, but from me and, and coming from that mindset of like, I used to love when shit was crazy. Yeah. You know, I used to thrive in the chaos and, um, and it was something that recovery helped me <laughs> get my grips on. But there is a part of me that like everything from like looking out the window and wanting to point my finger, Oh, you shouldn't be running. And then I'm out there running at six 30 in the morning. Like I'm a crazy person. Like I thrive in these types of situations. So, um, it's, it's been interesting to say the least. I, I know exactly what you mean in terms of the, um, almost the V for vendetta thing, you know, like where you see, you know, like <laughs> you see the old system going down and you see those political and powers kind of pulling their strings in there. You're like, Oh my God, this is, this is pretty much like no one is, um, you know, like no one can do, no money can actually, you know, like buy 
you know, like there are privileges for sure you can get, but you know, like there's no money that can buy you be having to be confined. And there's, you know, like you're, 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 we're pretty much leveled down to stuck in our fucking place, you know, like the, mm -hmm. the, the, so I'm just gonna, I've got a wife. I've, I've been married for 10 years. We've got a, like a, a nice house. Um, I work in technology and sales and technology. So I'm not, I'm not affected. I work for a vendor in technology, which is a worldwide vendor is, is their headquarters is located in Texas. They have not been hitted yet in terms of the pandemic peaks, let's say that way. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and most of the, I was listening to Rogan, there was a microbiologist, which is from Dallas saying it, it's going to hit them hard because they're not listening as a bit like you're mm -hmm. describing Blake, um, in terms of Floridians, you know, like not, not, not listening to, to the, to the, uh, the warnings of it. Um, that being said, I'm, I'm blessed that, you know, like I'm, I still have a job, my wife too. My wife works for an, a local SMBs, which allows the, uh, telework from home and you know, like it works fine. That being said, we've got a four-year-old, um, which has, uh, that has special needs. Uh, he's, he's an autistic child. Um, he's a fantastic child, but you know, like there's no, go do a puzzle while dad is on a phone call. Mm -hmm. That's not happening. Mm -hmm. um, so we're on our, what Paul, fifth week? I, yeah, I would say five. Yeah, five sounds yeah. right. So we're yeah, pretty much at our fifth. Wow, yeah. you guys are that early. Yeah, yes, yeah, so they're smart about it. Canadians are much smarter than Americans. <laughs> they they actually <laughs> quarantined before it got really bad. Exactly. Wow, wow. Yeah. See, you know, it's it's crazy. So I'm originally from Detroit. So I've been, but I've been in Los Angeles now for over a decade. But Detroit is one of the one of the cities that's been getting hit really, really bad. Um, and there was tons of people that were up in arms about, you know, why didn't, you know, it's always easy after the fact to say, why didn't you quarantine earlier or when is the right time? But then the truth is there, even days before quarantines were coming out, there were people that were like, this is such a joke. Like, what is this? Like, don't overreact. We have the economy. And it's like, you know, I, I'm not trying to alleviate responsibility of anyone. There's a reason I didn't get into politics. It's because I didn't want those type of decisions to be hanging over For my, sure. over my head. Mm -hmm. um, but it is not a, it is not an easy decision. I mean, look at how much we yell at people on a, on a Monday after a football game on, on the past day through. And now there's just people that are having to make decisions about human lives and what, you know, it's, man, it's such a crazy. You're, sort of, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. I mean, there's well, no, it's no the, right answer. The, the, the thing is, is that, you know, like most of the U.S. based podcasts that I listen to, they're still asking the question, is the juice worth the squeeze? Which we know what the squeeze is and we know what the juice is, you know? So, yeah. You know, like, and it's I, one of those I things, you know, like. It only I, hits you, it only hits you when it hits you. And that's yeah. the thing. And, and that's the unfortunate thing. But I mean, we know that all the time, right? Like I didn't care about recovery until I was a person in it. Yeah. I didn't, mm -hmm. You know, like you don't care about these, you don't care about the illness. And it's, I hate to say it, but you don't until your mom has it, until someone close to you hits and then it becomes real. And it's like, and that's the, that's the hard thing is it's, you know, there's various people that are at various swings of this thing in terms of how much it's impacted their lives. Like I feel guilty at times that like 
it, it really hasn't impacted me a ton. I work from home and whatever now, but there's people out there that are really, really in bad, bad spots, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so, um, I think we're at our fourth weeks, uh, Paul, because, you know, like two weeks after the, um, the quarantine, we reached out to a nanny that we have that uh is just specialized and she's phenomenal she was she was awesome with with our child and we offered her we said well we've been pretty much you know, in lockdown in our houses for the past two weeks um we're asking you kindly if because we, we, she can't go to school right she's a teacher for 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 kids for young kids and said well what we're offering is that you come in between 8 30 and 12 so that my wife and i can actually have at least half full half days that we give to our employers and uh and she you know like thank god she accepted you know like she said all right you know like i'm gonna be there next monday and you know like so she's she's hitting her second week which means that we're on our fourth week of of quarantine and um that being said it was the first Saturday, last Saturday, that my dad actually asked me not to come to his place. You know, like every Saturday morning, I go to it with my son. My father is mm -hmm. 70 and he said, eh, you know, like I'm going to pass this week. You know, like I, it, it, there are a lot of warnings being told about, you know, like elders and elders and, and, you know, like being careful about, you know, like if, if, you know, like their health is not top, my father is top notch, but you know, like I don't want to take any chances. And and yeah, you know, like the, 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 my mother died, um, three, four weeks ago. Um, so it was just right oh, in wow. the middle of it. So it was a oh, wow. COVID quarantined funeral where you have yeah. those. So my father is 70. So his, his older brother, which is 76 came in, was like, fuck stay home you know like you you don't have to you know like to 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 do that the funeral place actually told us to limit the people the the number of guests um so you know like it was like the elbow thing you know like and then you know like you got one of those uncles like just picking you up and say well fucking hug me you know like it's not that <laughs> it's not the cold that's gonna stop me from hugging you and you know it's <laughs> and, and again you know like it wasn't about me it was about you know these folks and and my my dad trying to mourn is the loss of his wife which you know like by the way it was a long-term thing you know like it took two years for her you know like she was not old she was 66 67 but you know like there's there's a long history of of kind of sickness in my family. There was sort of muscular dystrophia. My brother has it, my sister had it, and my mom had it. And and um, and so because of a, like a, uh, not a botched operation, but you know, like an, a, a, a kind of, she shouldn't have got that uh, intervention, medical intervention, mm -hmm. which is major, but in their case, it, it just, killed her you know like you know like two years later she died and then uh, really sorry to hear that man. yeah really well it's awful that. and and you know like for me right now it's just caring and making sure that my dad's okay and that my brother's okay too but but it's it's the it's going through that funeral moment which was just awful you know like you know like you got the funeral home calling because you know like the government gave new instructions okay not more than 25 people well and then she called back and say well we're gonna, we're gonna keep it scheduled but you know like it shouldn't be more than a few people being there at the same time uh and though and though my father wanted to have like a, a buffet with the sandwiches and stuff that got scratched off yeah uh you know like labeling water bottles it was just fucking bad you know like and and too bad Best you know thing you want to 
worry about when you're trying to mourn your mother <laughs> and he's trying to figure out yeah. what just, is more yeah. likely to spread the virus. You know, yeah. it's just the last just thing nightmare. you Just a fucking nightmare. And so And I was I was thinking about that, about the amount of people that you know, there's people are dealing with stuff all the time, right? Like we're, a lot of us, we're in recovery, we're in coaching. We, we understand that there's always these ups and downs. It's just very rarely that it's happening to everyone at the same time. Yeah, right. True. And it's like, but there are so many people that like have been in it, you know, it's so easy for everyone to feel like, Oh, this is everyone is in it. It's this new thing. And it was all life. Life was perfect before this, but it was like, there's a lot of people that are dealing with sickness that have been sick for a while that are, that were dealing with layoffs before this people that were getting ready to go back to jobs. And then this hit, and it's like, there's so many different, there's so many different ways that you could have been impacted by this right. thing. We're all dealing with it just at different degrees of, totally. of intensity. And some people are getting hit a lot harder and not even being touched by the disease itself or the virus itself, but their lives yeah. have just been turned upside down. And, and, and it's okay too. Like it's okay you know, like to not like if Corona is not the number one thing on your, on your checkoff list of crazy stuff happening to you, like then deal with what's most important. Like, you know, you don't need to feel guilty if someone's listening and it's like, they're, they're in the middle of something and they are like, could care less about Corona. Like you got to handle what you got to handle. Right? We stopped, like, this is we stopped watching the news here. You know, like we, we, yeah. we, we, you know, like there's kind of a, stop stop the media you know like that there's there's some you know like you have a hard time wrapping your head around what's true and what's not and what's you know like what's hype and what's you know like sensationalism you know like mm -hmm. the, the, oh, you know like, and so we kind of just before i i came down you know like it was locked on one of those 24 hours information channel and it said we, we we have to stop that you know like so during the weekends there's almost zero new I, we don't know um by the way, uh, everyone, uh, you know, like uh, especially Blake and Philip, this Sunday we got we got informed by our government. And I think Paul is the same that our lockdown has been confirmed uh, to be pushed to uh, May third. Mm -hmm. So, wow. so we already know now that we're stuck for all of April in our houses. Um, yeah, gotcha. I I feel like I'm not paying attention. Cause in my brain, it's like July. Like, I feel yeah. like I'm, I'm like in that mindset of just kind of preparing for that. Like mm -hmm. I, I went, so I'm in Los Angeles. We don't have like a ton of. Oh, you're muted, oh. Phil. Oh, you guys hear me now? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I had a phone call that was coming in. Jeez, <laughs> I'm so popular in my fish tank guys. <laughs> but so I had, um, so we're in Los Angeles where we don't have a ton of space. Right. So I don't have like a, you know, a nice outdoor patio space, blah, 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 to go, you know, get away from people. But I love to smoke cigars still. Right. Like the one voice I have. So I actually took my, <laughs> I took my car from my parking space in the back, moved it to the street and I bought patio furniture on Amazon and I had it delivered and I turned my parking spot into like <laughs> a smoking lounge. And I'm like, it's, so, it's like, it goes car, 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 Phil hanging out on his iPad, smoking a cigar, car, car, car. And every, the most, 
That's the most alcoholic thing I've ever heard in my life. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you, you give me lemons and I'm going to make shitty lemonade. Like, that's what I, I get it. You know, because I'm like, I know I'm going to be out. I feel like we're going to be in this for a minute. And I was like, I want to at least be able to sit outside and enjoy the California sun. For sure, for sure. In terms of um, you, you, all of you three are coaches, and I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna start with you, Paul. Do you have newcomers uh, in terms of the people that you're talking to, or people that ha don't have much time in recovery? And how did it change your interaction, both in terms of your interactions with them, but mm -hmm. as well as you know, like their own interaction with? The outside world and i mean by that you know like we, we before starting the recording i was asking um well first blake and paul about you know like those online meetings and the difference because there is a for me uh, at least you know like there's major difference in terms of the impacts it creates inside of me when i attend those zoom online meetings and you know like, and I'm, i'm not saying that they're they're bad i'm just saying that you know like they're There's a lot of work to go, let's say that way, you know, like I think, you know, like in terms of organization, you know, like there, there's, there's, they have like um, a lot of recuperate, recuperation to do, you know, like they're late at the game, they've been rushed, mm -hmm. we were, we were, they were good enough to at least have something organized within almost like a week and a half. We had almost meetings at every hour of the day on all of the fraternities, you know, like the CA, the NA, the AA, but I attended a few and it, some are really, really rough in terms of, you know, like the, the organization of it. So I need to ask you, Paul, you know, like what have you heard yet in terms of your, your own customer, your own clients? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I had someone call me or just referred to me from her sister, uh, someone who's been struggling and the, the, you know, she said, well, what about meetings? I said, well, unless you want to do online, which is totally available. Um, you know, that you're, you're kind of out of luck there, unfortunately. And, you know, it, it, it was the first time this has come up where it's like meetings aren't like face-to-face -face meetings, isn't an option. Right. And so you have someone who's already, you know what it's like, you're new, you're already so isolated and you're just afraid. And, you know, most people, when they, they're afraid to darken the doorstep of those church basements or whatever it is already as it, as it is already. And now when that option is taken, so it's taken off the table, it's like, okay, well, you know, I said, well, what we can do is we can, we can do a, um, you know, a check-in. And so every day she's been texting me just checking in, Hey, I'm doing this. And, and I said, okay, let's just kind of do this for a little bit you know, and, and we can talk on the side and we can do that kind of stuff. And, and, you know, she hasn't become a client, but, but it's just one of those things I've noticed. I've had a couple of them since where, because I don't necessarily work with people who are just right in the middle of that jam, right? Like maybe after when they, the, the heat's kind of off, like, you know, there, there are programs for a reason yeah. and I, I'm not one of them. So I, I get them set up first before, then we can start doing our kind of work together and up level their stuff. But right now it's been a challenge because that's not available. I mean, there, even if it's not 12 step, I mean, even, you know, refuge recovery and smart, they're all, they're all group in-person based, um, yeah. you know, uh, models. So it has been interesting having these conversations because that is, and, and people are like, I really want to try. I'm like, uh, you can, online. So I think it, it, the, the in-person thing I think is really helpful because at least there's that energy in a room. 
But now we're missing that. And as we said, like, <clears throat> it's great on one hand, it's great that we have everyone learning to get online. And at the, <laughs> the other end of the, the spectrum is we're getting all these people trying to learn how to get exactly. online. Yeah. And it's kind of, as you were saying, it's, it's a bit of a disaster. It's, you know, people are trying, but there's that zoom etiquette you're talking about. It's, it's people not understanding it. And, and so it's going to be a time of transition for everyone trying to figure out not only how to run a meeting in that space, but also for uh, people themselves, they're used to, especially people have been in, in the rooms for like 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. You know, they have their spot and they have this and they have their routine. Their routine is shot to hell now. Exactly. And they don't know what to make of this zoom thing and the tech and, you know, maybe the millennials are like, all right, this is my speed. And it just throws everything off. So I, I wonder too, about just also the emotional part when someone's off of their routine like that, you know, to, to, you know, even the old mid timers, old time, whatever it is, this is part of their like routine. And, and what the, what the, the coronavirus has done is thrown everyone off the routine. Yeah. Right. And you're talking about your son. So autistic. I mean, they routine is yep. like, I have no, no routine. No idea. It's, it's bedlam, right. <laughs> so it's, and that's, I think that's been one of the biggest things about, uh, the COVID is alcoholic or addict or not. Um, everyone's routine is just way off and it's causing stress. Yeah. And it's freaking people out and people are overeating and sleeping all day or going from their day, daytime pajamas to their nighttime pajamas. So I, it makes sense that for, for people struggling with, with, um, with alcoholism or addiction, that it's even up leveled more because now we've taken a big chunk of that recovery piece away for now Yeah, and trying to get them. So with my clients, I just try to, I try to just work with them a little bit more close and tight and, and see if we can just even get on a zoom or a phone call just to have that connection um, that they have a touchstone. So that, that's what I've been observing. And, um, I'm going to ask the same question to you, Blake, but have you felt, have you guys felt a difference in terms of, you know, like I, I used to, if I, I wouldn't attend five meetings a week, but you know, like if I attended one, I knew that my batteries would be refilled, you know, like, so, so I would attend a meeting and go, you know, like, finish the meeting and say, okay, I'm, I'm good. You know, like I'm, I'm mm. recharged. <laughs> you know? I don't know how, you know, like it, some would call it energy, some, whatever mm -hmm. it is, you know, like the, the, the spirit of the place recharges my, my, my batteries. I haven't spoken, mm -hmm. you know, like I haven't spoken many words there. I've, you know, I've done a few hugs. Uh, I may have talked or, you know, like said hi to a few people, but just listening to someone sharing, um, being sitting amongst other addicts, and after an hour or so, I'd be refilled. I, you know, like I'll be just recharged. Um, totally. I mean, I, I've, I've probably attended more meetings now that they're Zoom-based, um, which is a little weird. Um, I, I've, been, I've been getting out and going more. And in some of my, you know, like I actually go to a lot of, uh, I go to a lot of men's stags. So, you know, uh, men-only meetings. And, and so those have been great and still connecting with those guys is awesome. Uh, I have one meeting I go to that's co-ed and it's funny because like when I go to this co-ed meeting, it's a big meeting. I walk in, I get my seat, I listen, and then I leave, uh, on Skype, I'm right in the face of every female that is in that thing. And it's funny because like, I have to catch my, I catch myself drifting and being like, Oh man, I need to like, 
uh, not be in the chat. You know, like I've, there's been times where I want to be like, Hey, who are you? How long you've been? <laughs> I'm like, Oh man, this is dangerous. Like this is bad news. But here's the, the crazy thing is I haven't done anything, but I see it happening. And it's like, that's been one thing I've been in certain meetings where they've been like, Hey, we've disabled the chat feature because it's such a distraction. Whereas I've seen other meetings where it's almost a game I play where I look at the people and I'm watching their face and I'm like, huh, I think he's talking to her and she's talking to them. Like you can see the people that are in there. Absolutely. You know, and like, there's, you know, and it's, so it's, that's been a little bit like, obviously that's something that's just not happening in a normal meeting. Yeah, yeah, Um, that's true. You know, the, the flirting and all that stuff, but I will say, you know, the, the, the thing that I feel really grateful for, for now, I don't coach, I don't actually coach recovery. So I actually do more business, uh, business mm-hmm. coaching and executive coaching. So I don't really have a lot of like recovery based clients. Um, but the thing that I'm so grateful to recovery for is I feel like, I feel like I've been preparing for this for the last 12 years. You know, I feel like the emotional resilience that I have built up Mm-hmm. because of learning and because of the tools that I've been given in recovery, like has just, this has been such a, I don't want to say non-issue, but it's like, I'm just rolling with punches because I've learned how to do that. I've ridden so many waves. I've watched myself struggle. I've watched others struggle. You, you learn and you pick up. And I feel like it's, I feel bad for the people that don't have our community. It's oh. who I feel the worst for is people that don't have the meeting, you know, like I know where to go when I'm getting froggy, yeah. you know, I know where mm-hmm. to go. Um, yeah. And I'm very grateful for that. So Blake, what's kind of been your experience? Well, so I'm going to start off with a couple of negatives first. There's a couple of things that I, I can't stand about the zoom meetings and it, because there is ways that you can use it to make it work. You can literally raise your hand on a zoom meeting. Like you can raise your hand and then, I'm always the guy who gets so OCD. Who's like, hey, can everybody uh, mute their mic when they're not talking? Can, can you mute your mic? Like, I, I'm that guy who just keeps chiming in over and over again. Hey, can you mute your mic, please. It, so that that does make me crazy. Um, it, I've had trouble focusing more too. It, you know, at home, I'm at the same time I'm looking at my phone. There's always guys in every meeting that I go to, and I, I go to mostly just men's meetings too. There's always like the one or two old timers who just, they grill me when I pick up my phone. So I know, like, I don't, I don't pick up my phone anymore in a meeting, but now I, you know, I have to really pay attention and really focus with it. And it, it is a little bit difficult. I have found that in the rooms.com is the best meeting platform outside of all of the, our home groups that have moved to zoom because they do have a structure there. There is a chairperson and they allow people to come into the box to talk so I do find that to be pretty good. Um, the so other it's thing called, that I would like, say, it's called in the rooms. Okay. I yeah, didn't know about yeah. them. Okay. They've been yeah. around for a while too. So this doesn't, this didn't just start like no. a few weeks ago. They, this has been like at least a decade. It, yeah. It I, I think 2011 is, is where was it that only that. Yeah. So yeah. About a decade. Yeah. 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 So it, it's, it's actually really good. The meetings are very established that people seem to know each other. There's a, there's a way to reach out to everybody on there, but there's not a chat while you're, while the meeting's going. So it, it, it is different. Um, the only other issue right now with meetings, honestly, is that everybody's talking about coronavirus every single meeting. So it's, it's getting away a little bit from the message for me, yeah. which I, I like to stick in that solution. I like to focus on that stuff. My sobriety is not, 
in jeopardy by any means. I, I don't feel like using, I, I have been going to more meetings. Um, with the original question though, is how is it affecting clients, especially early on? Um, it's affecting them hard. I think it's easier to stay sober right now once you already are sober than getting sober right now. But there is still help out there. Uh, most treatment centers are still open right now. So you could still go and get treatment, go and get care. Mm-hmm. Um, there, it just, it, uh, my job as a coach right now is really to just ramp up, like Paul said, ramp up the amount of attention that we're giving our clients. So most of my clients, I'm FaceTiming in the morning, FaceTiming at night. I got one guy I text every single morning and say, give me your gratitude list. You know, just, just stuff to keep them in a positive focus on a positive track and holding them accountable right now. I think the, I think the tough thing is, and the dangerous thing, right, with, with the way, not just how our, work, our brains work as alcoholics, but just in general, is the idea of it feels like so many people have hit a big, massive, imaginary pause button on life. As if life is, oh, this is not the life that I know. So we'll just ride this thing out. And if I need to make a change later on, I will. And it's like, mm-hmm. we have to remind ourselves, us, and then if, you know, people that are newcomers, like, this is still your life. This is still our life. And it's like, this is, you know, this is a, I don't think there's ever a perfect or a terrible time to get your shit together, right? Yeah. Like, it's oh like, my God. Get it together. <laughs> like, if it don't, don't punt. Don't wait, you know, it's, oh, I'll start and I'll start working out in January. Nah, start working out now. I'll start doing that. No, it doesn't matter. Those are all just excuses, but this is a big excuse. A lot of people can latch onto. And I think that's the, that's a difficult thing for newcomers. Um, and then, and then the difficult time of like, not necessarily wanting to yell at a newcomer and be like, get your shit together. Although sometimes <laughs> that's the type of newcomer I was that I needed to hear, but yeah. And, and, and it's funny that you talk about the training. I've never trained that hard in my life. You know, like, you know, like this, this is my way of, you know, kind of, um, exhaling, you know, like the, 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 you know, like Mm -hmm. the, the exhale is just running like a madman and, you know, like with my son in the, you know, like in the kind of the jugger stroller and, you know, like, so, so it, it is to just physically spend energy, um, the stress is obviously, you know, like, like I said, you know, like the, 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 the headquarter for, for the firm for which I work, you know, like has not been hitted yet. So every communication right now doesn't, doesn't reflect the reality of what's coming, you know, like, so, so there's, there's empathy and they're, they're super sweet and kind about it, but you feel that there's like a, all right, guys, you know, like a zoom is great. You know, like a enjoy you know, like calling out to your customers and asking them what they need, you know, it's like, well, mm-hmm. if I, if I want to have some empathy about it, you know, like I have to be quite careful about, you know, like who I'm calling, what I'm asking him, what, mm-hmm. you know, like the, 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 as you said, as everyone said, you know, like our routines got pretty much, you know, blown away. So as we're used to doing for, for example, you know, like that there are, you know, like sales methodologies, like the challenger sales, you know, like this is not a good time right now to actually challenge your customer. You know, like it is a good time to relationship based sell, you know, like the, the yeah. you know, like embrace how is he doing and, and really 
that's all I'm caring about right now, which is like everyone around me. How are you doing? How are you holding up? Because, you know, like those that have young kids right now and or those mm -hmm. that have, you know, like parents that they need to care for and and, and or worry for. Um, those are the ones that, you know, like I, I am, I'm, you know, like I think about the most. Um, and at the same time, um, as just before we started recording, the fact that you 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 told me about intherooms.com, which is fantastic, you know, like it's going to be in the description of the, the the episode, just for the fact that you know, like the 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 ones right now that are pulling um, the best out of this situation are the ones that were doing it prior to that situation, because right now, as the regional authorities of those meetings don't get involved. As, as I was telling Paul and Blake uh, before recording, um, we're, you know, like we, we saw a situation where people would attend meetings shirtless, you know, like, so to your point, Philip, you know, like some, you know, like some ladies got triggered by that for, for good reason, mm -hmm. you know, like, and whatever the backstory of, of her trigger is, um, you know, like th there will need to be some authority to, to just say, guys, you know, like, as, as you said, you know, like we stopped the chat, you know, like it's not here, you know, like it's not, it's not a flirty room. It's, it's actually a meeting room. And, you know, like there are, um, as people with, you know, like if you're not dressed, not, not for a dress code, but you know, like if you're not dressed properly, we're going to have to yeah. kick you out. And, you know, um, I remember a therapist telling me because I was, I was actually telling her that, you know, people had no class. <laughs> <laughs> that was my, my snobby side, <laughs> my little, my little fancy side. But, you know, like she, she was like, um, no one here in that room comes from a good place. Meaning that, you know, like we were all at the bottom of the fucking barrel, fucking everyone we could, lying to everyone we could, stealing from everyone we could. And what, and then we, we came back, you know, like, and, and so, you know, like if there are some, pieces of that still in the people that you see around you uh, you know like <laughs> it's no you know like you know like so i mean i always think change change sort of brings out people's character defects everyone that's it's we're in the uncomfortability zone and people cope with uncomfortability by reverting back to a lot of their character defects oftentimes so it's really we have to be compassionate and empathetic and understanding okay they're going through their change process it may not look like ours but let their defects run their course hopefully their sponsor will call them out on it and uh they'll get better but we are i'm definitely seeing some people starting to act strange. Even my sponsee is starting to act a little strange. I'm like, dude, are you, he's not washing his hands. He's not showering. I'm like, bro, you gotta get back to basics, man. What are you doing? Yeah. And he's like trying to be that rebel, um, and exert his control over the situation of, and his way of exerting control is like, I'm not going to shower. I'll show you government and stink, bro. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, it, it, that is a funny thing though, man, like the control, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty, and I, I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that we're all probably pretty structured guys in the way that we, you know, keep, you know, keep our lives and whatnot. Mm -hmm. You know, I've always kind of said, you know, I'm one of the, I, I try to wake up, you know, 5.30, 5.45 every day. And I, you know, there's people that are like, why do you do it? Like when you don't have to be work till later. And it's like, cause I dictate my schedule. Like I do, I don't allow what I have going on to, I'm not like, mm -hmm. I want to, and, and that's part of my love of control and my love of discipline. You know, I'm a cop's kid. And so like, I fall into that idea of, you know, discipline and wanting to do things. But 
I think that that's what we all have to do is find the stuff that works for us. And, you know, for me, it's like having my, having my routine and like not letting it get too much, you know, get impacted too much. Now I'm also 100% appreciative of understanding that like a single dude with no kids has a much different, there's a much different impact on my life than it is for some of my, you know, even friends or coworkers or clients that have kids and a wife. And it's like, all of a sudden you add an extra 45 hours with your significant other when you're normally averaging about maybe 10 to 12, like Mm -hmm. it's normal for, I hate to say normal for shit to hit the fan, but there's normal for there to be some growing pains. For sure. Which is like, which is the, um, you know, like it, it's pretty much like the the co, uh, you know, like cohabitation or co, you know, like the co living mm-hmm. of two stresses, but that that have different, you know, like the, the the stress that my wife goes through is not necessarily not not incompatible, but you know, like it, it's different. You know, like so so by the time that we go, we're, we're at dinner. You know, like I've, I've you know, like it's funny because today I've asked her, I don't know, maybe a hundred times what's up you know what's are you okay and she's like yeah yeah. (laughs) and then stop asking me i'm like i know you enough that you know like if i'm asking you and whatever you answer if it's not what's up you know like what really is going on i know you know like there's something you know like you're not you're not doing okay you know like just tell me and she was like fucking stress you know <laughs> like, yeah. just like you know like just adding up on you know like the news that fell yesterday that we got another four weeks and then you know like the, the fact that she works for you know like a, a mid-sized company that you know like god knows you know like and someone someone had the statistics that in quebec it's 99 percent of companies are mid-sized companies you know like 99 percent you know like we're not fucking uh-huh. around here every company is an smb and and all size related um it, when i when i talk to my counterparts in the us they would be described as micro companies for the 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 the, the us um so not even smbs they're they're super small companies to to mm-hmm. to your to to the ratio of what a what a smb is in your in your part of the of the territory so that being said, you know, like it was like kind of an accumulation of all kinds of stresses, but those accumulations are the the kind of the, the importance of each is different on my end than it is on our her end. And you know, like as you said, Phil, you know, like it's 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 kind of you know like trying to find a way to find this to mix and match and and to okay, you know, like so, like I said, you know, like I have we have half days that we're completely free of you know like working a hundred percent to and so we put our son to sleep so he wakes up between two and three and then by three o'clock i know that i have and i told my manager that i have you know like i can't um pretty much you know like stop my day at three and so i wake up you know like i not i wake up but my son wakes up and i just pretty much leave the house to go running to go play outside or whatever and find ways for her to finish our day so that she gives a full work day to her, her own employer because as i said you know like the, their situation is more precarious they've they've let go uh, a few people in the past few weeks and it's it's a different situation for her you know like and, and, and it is as you said you know like it is more time spent with your significant other it is more time 
figuring that shit out you know like the 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 you know like she she <laughs> yesterday she was telling me i miss putting makeup on i miss the fucking traffic you know <laughs> <laughs> you know like and i get she it she can still put makeup on <laughs> oh no no she does but when, you know like she was like i miss you know like i miss putting suits to meet with customers and shaking hands and you know like the 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 the, the contact mm-hmm. especially in sales you know like it, it's all based on meeting with people yeah. cl- you know like closing in on people and 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 she was like i miss and i get it you know like being stuck in your car is a pain in the ass but at the same time some are times of meditation thinking you know like the, the you know, like the, there is, it's it's a moment that you can make precious to your own, you know, like in terms of your schedule, you know, like you spend, we spent maybe an hour back and forth in our car stuck in traffic. And if you make the best of it, those are precious times in your schedule, you know, like where you sit, you just think and, you know, like in, inventorize your life, you know, like pretty much you're like, okay, I'm good. You know, like, and then you get off the yeah. car, you get home or you get to the office and, you you can you can pretty much you know, like you you've resetted that that stress switch or whatever instead of just pulling your hair and going crazy which happens sometimes but you know like there there is and I I freaking get it you know like I was like god damn it I I know and um so it's 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 interesting to see that you know like the the I haven't found yet um something that fills me on online meetings, which which proves me that for me it's it's kind of my own hypothesis that the contact coming from a human being close, even if it's a complete stranger, especially in a meeting room, there's nothing yet that 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 equivalates that. You know, like there's nothing that comes close to that. Um, and so Zoom meetings are great. I- yeah. Yeah, I can I can relate to to that a little bit of, you know, I've kind of joked that, you know, I see my I talk to my family, I talk to, you know, we talk to we stay connected to the people that we have relation pre existing deep relationships with. And then I've gone back and I've checked in with some of my friends I haven't seen or don't talk to as much from high school and whatnot. But like, I miss the stupid two minute conversation that I have with a dude who I only see at the gym. He's yeah. like a gym buddy and it's like a completely BS relationship, but like, it's a, Hey bro, what are you lifting? Oh, cool. I'm going to drink water now. Like, but it's like, you miss those, the <laughs> pointless, the really meaningless, pointless things that make you feel a part of community. Um, but I think there is an element of like trying to figure out how do we, you know, how do you manufacture that? You know, like, is there someone that, you know, do you message people before or after a meeting and say, Hey, you know, is, does anyone have a little bit, so can somebody check in with me after, Hey, do you want to jump off into a side room and go have another conversation? Um, I think that there's, uh, the possibilities are, are, are there for us to be able to find new ways that are going to make it work for us. And I think it's brand new and we're going to, we're going to find out what that ratio is. It's just, it, it's going to take some people longer to get there than others. But, um, but Phil, to your point, um, I was thinking about this, you know, like I've definitely in the past 15 years, I've cried at meetings, but I have yet to see a situation where I'm going to be crying at a Zoom meeting. It's only been a month. It's only been a month, baby. No, Whoa. no, no. I know. But, some what, time. but do, do you know what I'm saying? Where, you know, like sometimes someone will share and you, you just like get that. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's about 
there's something about the energy of it. You know, like I, I have, you got, I, you have, you've got three coaches and one of us is a producer. We will make you cry. By the end of this, <laughs> Even if it's you know, fake it's, crying, <laughs> Phil is going to be, know, yeah. we will, we will get, you know, like, it, I, and I guess, you know, I also, I have a, a, a different impact a little bit because, you know, I've been using, I've been using Skype and zoom for over a decade. Yeah. To cast shows. Um, you know, I've cast shows all over the country, you know, people in the U you know, all over. So I'm so used to this and then doing like making online content and motivational content. Like I'm so used to being, it's just me and a camera and not needing that, you know, not having the room that like there is an element of where I don't even notice. It doesn't feel different. Yeah. I, I, sort I, of, I, I, I sort of feel that maybe we, we are all including myself is making too big of a deal of this, that, that these changes are happening. You know, we, we've all been trained and Philip, what you said before was beautiful about I've been training for this for 12 years. You're so right that we have been training for this because we, we have been trained to adapt to change. That's what addiction and recovery is, is we, we need to become resilient. We need to accept the situation for what it is and move forward with the solution. So I, I do think that there are, plenty of options out there for people to get help, for people to go to meetings, for people to connect. Technology has been ready for this moment for 10 years. Oh, so yeah. we, we, we are fine, but it's us going, oh, I just wish I could, I could hug this person or it's, it's us missing what the past was instead of staying in the present and staying solution focused. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Cause I, I was going to say something similar, um, you know, in, instead of lamenting, uh, what we are missing, you know, switching the focus on what do we have and what can we gain from this rather than I miss this. I wish I would. It's like, you all send different ways. Like it's a perfect opportunity to switch things up. It reminds me of a story years, many years ago. Um, I was, uh, I was on a site and it was for people in matched sponsors, but like because I already had sponsees and uh, I met a guy and his name was name was Bill W and he was a trap and he was a salesman traveling and um, um, and he, 25 years my senior and he said listen I travel all the time do you mind sponsoring me I said sure and uh, we were going through it and it was time uh, to you know he had done his inventory next step and I was kind of like, I reached to my sponsor and I said, um, and I said, you think it's okay for him to share his stuff? But I said, we also do that Skype thing. We do a Skype thing. And he goes, what is that? I said, well, you, you know, you just, it's like a video. And he goes, he goes, oh, you see, you see the other man's eyes. And I said, yeah. Am I the only one that had a hard time hearing Paul? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I am 
Seriously? Yeah. So it, it was uh, really bad, but I was like, it must be me because Alex and Blake seemed to Yeah, I mean, you're like, oh, we're good. We're good. Uh, Phil, so, so you can cast, uh, you can cast two, you can cast two great comedians from Blake and I. <laughs> <laughs> I was Why like, you guys, you hey, guys you are great. Know, we had eye contact now? the whole time. We had eye contact the whole time. I'm not now. Yeah. No, you, no. It's it's it seems to be when is someone playing an online games right now, Paul? From your no, your, no. Everyone's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's asleep at my house. Yeah. Okay. So, never mind. No, <laughs> so no but I can't even remember what I said. <laughs> no, no, no. But one one um, thing for sure that I caught from what you were saying, and you know, like if it, it maybe have been sound scrambled, but there's two things that I and and you guys thank you for for you know like I'm gonna I'm, I, and I started with the fucking blessings first you know like there was a lot of good online meetings it, it's just that I'm challenging the fact that you know like it, it needs to be more organized but I'm not lamenting here Blake <laughs> there's no question they're annoying they're, they are annoying there's annoying people because there's so many more people all over the world in them so we're, we're just dealing with more annoying but, but go ahead sorry to, no, 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 no. but to Paul's yeah, annoying, point, annoying people never made me not go to the bar I still went to the bar. Oh, people there were. So. Mic drop. Mic drop. Yep. <laughs> Pulled out the old sponsors. So what Paul said is interesting, um, and and what I caught caught for sure is two things. The first one is that we used we, and we still do call our sponsor and get the full emotional and 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 spiritual contact that we need from our sponsor conversation. That's the first thing for sure, 100%. And the second thing from what I caught was the fact that this your own sponsor, Paul, was asking you, can you see their eyes, right? And that, for me, is something that I probably haven't paid uh, enough attention about, you know, like where... I, you know, like you need to find that contact. It may be camera location. It may be a lot of things, but for sure, um, when I, when, you know, like I, 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 we, we, I do a step meeting with a whole friend of mine. And when we do it, we're all, we're two or three at most or four, but it's, it's, it's a small, almost intimate, non-recording, just like chatting and like i said you know like i've never took out the step book because you know like we end up just relieving pressure on that conversation you know like say how are you doing what's your what's your week was and you know like pretty much you know, like the, the relieving the tension and um and you see there i i feel the energy the kind of the energy going back and forth between the two of us um when we're 78 in a zoom meeting it's a it's a much more challenging process in trying to get that um exchange or, or that closure you know one thing i've uh in in this is probably very simple for anyone that uses zoom a lot but because somebody mentioned it in a meeting and it blew my mind because it's so natural for me to know that there's a speaker view and then there's a grid view right like there's both views and and so i didn't even think like to ever mention that and then someone got in a meeting and they were like, oh my God, I'm so glad that somebody told me about the speaker view. So now I only watch the meetings in speaker view. And, and it was like, you know, there was things that I took for granted, but I think it's, I'm saying it because it's worth to say for anyone that doesn't know, if you didn't know that, like go to speaker view and now your 78 person meeting just became you and that person. 
yeah. for the moment. You know, like this is four people. I've got all of us up. Also, I'm conceited and I stare at myself half the damn time when I'm talking and when I'm listening. Um, but if it's 78 people, I go speaker view and I just try to, you know, just try to really lock in on whoever it is that's talking, you know, is now, now where that gap between four people and 78 is, I don't know. I don't know for me. Yeah. <laughs> in, in terms of the LA region, have they all uh, turned around in terms of getting the equivalent out in, in online meetings? You know, like for anyone that would be looking for a meeting as we speak right now, is he available? Is he able to pretty much attend an, a virtual meeting almost on a daily basis? Yeah, it was, it was massive and it was immediate. You know, it was massive and immediate. I mean, I got, I had multiple people from, and, and, and now given, it, I guess it also, you know, is based on the, on the, on the prerequisite that you were involved in a community. Right. But like I had multiple people reaching out and like, Hey, here's this meeting. Here's this meeting. This move, this meeting moved online. Here's the massive meeting. Um, you know, it, it's, I, I think the biggest thing that I know that some meetings have been talking about are like whether to go public or not. Because there have been some meetings that I've found out that some people haven't, there's meetings out there that aren't open yet. Yeah. You know, that are, Hey, we kept it to the people that normally come to this meeting. We, we include that. Um, there's that, but then, I mean, there's also, I mean, I could probably sit here for nine hours a day going from meeting to meeting, to meeting, staying in LA, going all over. That's been the one thing I, I know a lot of our guys have, there's been moments where there's been dudes that have, you know, lived in LA is such a transient place. So there's been guys that used to come to the meeting, you know, my home group for years and years and years moved back to Toronto or moved to Chicago or moved to Colorado. And now they're coming back to the meeting. And so there has been in, in those guys, it's, it's crazy. because every time they come in, it's like, they're lit up because they're yeah. like, it's bringing back, man, I remember, Oh, it's good to see you guys. And, oh, you wow. know, so I think that they're, it's like anything, man. There's there's positives about it. If you find them, there's negatives. If you want to find them, but it's um, it's Phil. You you bring a great point. You know, like it's a great occasion to actually reach out and see if there are either regions that don't have uh, meetings yet. You know, like or or you know, like reaching out in other places which are maybe hit harder and you know, like they have a harder times putting those in place and inviting them to your own, you know, like locally and say, hey, you know, like we we have that structure that's available and uh, especially for the um, for the French culture, you know, like I I've seen a lot of people from France actually telling us, you know, like thank God that you guys have such an exhaustive list of meetings available in French because we we you know, like we attend your meetings because right now we're being hit hard and there's not as much wow. meetings online in French that they are in Quebec right now. So, so yeah. I've seen that a few times. So it's, it, yeah, that's you, really cool. I, I've wanted, I've wanted to go and, and check out other meetings. Um, I would just, I have to say it out loud so that I condemn myself. I haven't done it yet. There was a, that was that, that crazy part of me that wanted to jump into a woman's meeting, change my name and don't turn my video on, but I didn't do it. 
That, that's like old school AOL <laughs> chat room style. They used to do it like when I was a kid in AOL chat room. ASL. ASL? Asex location? Everyone was 18 from some exotic place. I had a girlfriend on AOL that turned out to be a complete, it was definitely a dude. Yeah, it was me. Blake, I'm back. And as for you, Blake, um, as Florida, uh, you know, like ramped up on the online meeting community. Yeah. So there, it depends on the meeting you're going to. So my home group, which is crazy, uh, is still meeting outside. They're, they're complying with the six feet apart rule. They are, we're doing the best that we can. It's dwindled down now. Um, I haven't been going though, because I, I just feel like I, it's just not the right thing to do to gather together like that, but it, they are still doing it, but there are a lot of meetings that have moved online. The meetings have really ramped up. I'm actually enjoying getting away from the Florida meetings and moving online to some meetings I've never been a part of the, the in the rooms.com um, or some of these meetings that I'm just finding. If you just Google online AA meetings or online AA support uh, COVID-19, you know, you can find this stuff and it's pretty cool to actually see, to, to talk to somebody, listen to somebody share in Australia or somebody in Ireland or Russia, just to hear what their sobriety is like and their different viewpoints. You know, you in Florida, whatever community you're in, you sort of get all the same little cliches that go around. Everybody sort of has the same brand of sobriety. So it's really cool to see other countries, what their brand of sobriety is. And it's just a different iteration of what we say, but it's a new way of thinking. That's so, that is so cool because like I used to travel a lot for work and I would try to hit AA meetings around and I did appreciate that it, you got a little bit of that taste, but like, there may also be some, right. What we may never ex have times like this ever again exactly. in our lifetime. And it's like, that's kind of crazy to think like, this is like, there may, if there's, you know, say a hundred thousand people that are on in rooms today across the world in eight months, in a year, in two years, there may only be 4,000. You know, like this is an awesome opportunity to be able to, to get that type of sobriety and access to sobriety in other areas of the world. Um, I'm glad you said that, dude. I'm, I'm going to go to Australia. <laughs> I can start making friends now. Yeah. When this whole thing is said and done for me to get on the other end of it and then I'll have friends. You know, maybe what maybe this is like a yeah, yeah there you go. Maybe this Paul is like I gotta get this guy as a client. The other thing is uh, what's interesting is uh, you know like if you're looking for someone to share, if you're looking for someone to, um, I'm saying that because you know like uh, under the cold turkey um, umbrella, I've been looking for more guests, and uh, the response has been so positive. You know like. Everyone right now is like, either I'm starting my own or I want to be a guest somewhere, you know, like, so, so I've had extremely, uh, positive and interesting responses from people from all kinds of origins, you know, like, and I mean by that, you know, like the, sometimes it doesn't necessarily has to be, uh, like a, a, a drug or an alcohol problem. You know, like I love 
someone flipping their life around from whatever perspective they did, you know, like, so someone reached me and, and I've had, there's two doctors that are working, uh, an intervention with people that has, you know, like either alcohol or drug problems. And then I'm, I've got like the other side of the coin of, you know, like the, the medical system, how do they, you know, like, how do they, um, react to people that have problems that, you know, like that, that, that comes to their office. And, and we do have our own perspective, our own ideas, preconceived ideas about, you know, like what we think of these people and that, that tries to, because I've, I've been there and I've, you know, like they've, they prescribed me shit that would have made my case worse, you know, like, so, yeah. um, so I'm interested in sitting down with these people and interested in, in, and so it's great occasion to, especially if someone is looking for someone to share a dues meeting, you know, like it, it would be just awesome for it's, us it's to invite those people in I Australia. Mean, yeah. I, I feel, I feel, you know, I don't know. I don't know how many other people in my TV community are going to watch this podcast, but you know, like for us in television, right? Like, there's a, this has opened the door for us to start kind of, we have access to a lot of celebrities that are sitting at home, not doing anything, not working. So we're now in a position, you know, I work primarily in reality television. So we're in a position now where we're like, who can we get? What can we develop around them? Who, you know, who's going to want to be working? You know, what can, what type of a project can we do through this? And it's like the, the, the access right now, you know what people are doing. They're at home on Netflix and yep. they're, they're, you know, like, like you listening can get to Tiger King, I, I, Phil, I they're listening to Tiger oh. King. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know. I can't even get into that. I can't even get into that. But there, there was even, even with this, when we were trying to schedule this, I was a little bit of the jerk. I was like, what do you mean? You can't get it done until like, let's do it right now. Y'all ain't doing shit. <laughs> you know, like we, we are the, the access and I think, you know, what we've talked a lot about the pros, the cons, the good, the bad, the changes, the things that stay the same. But I think where it all comes down to is it, and, and if you're still listening to this or watching this, thank you, wherever you guys are at. But like, if you want to stay sober, there's, there's 100% ways to do it and it'll be successful. If you don't, then you won't. And it's still as, as much as it was today or six months ago or six years ago or 60 years ago, if you want it, you'll make it happen and you'll find a way and there's resources to help you. If you don't and you want to play with fire, then go play with fire. But like, it is a personal responsibility and it's a personal decision. It's not the virus's fault. It's not the government's fault. It's not anything else. Do you want this shit? And I know that I need it. And so I sit close to the people that I know that are going to help me get fed and help me stay sober. Well said, man. You know, I, I'm sitting here thinking that I, my, I started like daydreaming. And by the way, I do have to go soon. Cause I, if I don't eat, I might pass out. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just so you guys don't. So if I do fall off the screen, just call 911, please. I would, I um, would say that makes good TV. So, but yeah. I'm a, I won't make you stay. Not 911, man. We'll just grub hop you something. <laughs> yeah, Phil, if you want good reality TV, just let me stay on here like 10 more minutes. Um, so, I, I, I am thinking about this and yeah, we did talk a lot about the pros and cons of this whole situation, but, but what if once we adjust to this as a culture, 
that this becomes the new way that people get sober. And this could give access to hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people who are struggling with this disease. This could give them access to recovery. Now, there's all these things that are popping up online, but this may be the thing that has to happen to get a larger percentage of people clean and sober. This could be a positive for our culture. We don't, we don't know. Yeah. Uh, you got you got mm-hmm. a great point and and to you know I kind of to finish this off you know because I I don't want you to pass out bleed. Uh, <laughs> the 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 one thing that we want is you know like making sure that um, well first of all I want to thank you all for for attending you know like for me you know like your participation was uh, crucial I wanted to make this a discussion it it it. It does good for me. I've had already had feedback from my French episode. Someone told me how good it was just to see that everyone was kind of going through the same pains and the same shit. And, you know, like in the, they behave in different ways, but, you know, like it's kind of the same stress and, and all that, you know, like so they could, they could relate to it. Um, on top of that, I would really love to touch point again in a few weeks just to see how we're doing you know like so you know like it would be interesting to see you know like how this shit progresses and you know like in terms of both the clients you got and you know like kind of the spirit of it all you know because we're we're pretty much Mm -hmm. in good spirit right now which is interesting you know like we could have been in a situation where some of us would be more um down or whatever and you know like for me it's 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 um it's great to see that you're all doing well um the last thing is blake you will make I, you cry next time <laughs> <laughs> work on this phil uh, <laughs> one thing for sure is that blake i think you bring a, a great point about this you know like it is a great occasion for everyone to connect you know like one of the reasons why i wanted you guys together um everyone is that we come from four different regions being impacted by the same shits which is in, unique in anyone's li- lifetime you know like it, we won't see that again both the conjuncture of the technology that allow us to communicate through this and the situation itself you know like it's 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 unique you know so um that being said you know like i think it's it is important to actually reach out instead of reaching in you know like right now i think it's a like i told my wife before going downstairs you know like i said i feel like i need to do this i i feel like it's not about publicity or whatever i feel like i need to put messages out there saying that we're going to be okay you know like it's 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 fine you know like whatever you are and however wherever you come from you know like everything's going to be fine you know like so so again thanks for your time it was great Paul, I mean, you know, like I know that we had some audio uh, challenges, but that being said, you know, like it was, it was great having you. You're gonna be a, a, a you're gonna be a solo on 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 a future episode for sure. Uh, we're gonna have a one-on-one discussion. I want to discover who you are and where you're from, and and you know, like what, what's your what's your past story, Phil. You know, I wish you the best. I think it's great. It, there must be great opportunity right now to brainstorm around, you know, like your your field of work, which the creativity process must be just phenomenal and fascinating. And, you know, like, so, so, and um, thanks again for being there. You know, like I, I you know, like always a blast having you on. Uh, and Blake, same. Thank you uh, for having me. It was uh, it was a great time, and you know, like uh, you guys have responded like uh, almost immediately to my to my uh, call out, and uh, I'm I'm thankful for that. Thank you, guys. Thankful well, for having you, us. It's because you 
It's because you include those shirtless photos of you in the emails. So we always, I got to get back to you quickly. Yeah, <laughs> all right. I'll He's only me. shirtless in the photos he sends to, to you. Oh, oh, I, get, I get different uh, emails, I guess. Oh, man. <laughs> different chain. See, that's what happens, bro. You have too many millennial friends. Nobody takes shit seriously. Yeah. That's what happens. You're going to find a way to make me cry. I, I didn't expect that route, though. <laughs> By the Take way, care. Alex, I'm, I'm sorry I was in that one Zoom meeting with no shirt on. I apologize. I won't do it again. <laughs> All right. Take care, everyone. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Thank guys. You. Take, Take care, care, guys. Bye. Bye.